welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 113 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mesh. 113, just like the edge of my spleen. I rhymed because it is poem day for some stupid shit reason. Bleh. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that it's for some stupid shit reason. Hallmark, that's why. <laughs> Hallmark, we take your money for paper. Moi. How is everybody doing? Uh, not bad. Tired? Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Always perpetually tired. I'm uh, in a rare, not tired kind of day. I worked from home, so I got to take a healthy nap twice. I feel nice. refreshed. I drank way too much coffee. My, my we, uh, body's it's just leaking out of me. I'm just starting my first <laughs> cup of coffee of the day. We had, um, and and I, I mean this in a very positive way, but we had uh, Ruth's nephew Ethan with us all weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Uh, and, and it was pretty awesome, but at the same time, I am very tired from it because kid around all weekend. Oh, yeah. How old uh, is Ethan? Uh, he's 12. So, you know, not not like young tiring age, but at the same time. It's still, still exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I definitely, because Caleb's yeah. 12, I totally get you. Yeah, he constantly uh, wanted to do something. It was always like, so what are we doing next? And it was at the, a certain, at a certain point, with? I was like, how about we take a fucking nap? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was fun because uh, we got to be, we got to be like the cool aunt and uncle. Because mm-hmm. there, there were a bunch of things that we were like. We probably should have said no to that, but oh well. <laughs> Let's watch I spit on your grave. Well, well, for for example, there there was a you know there was a moment where he was like, oh man, because he was looking at like what games were on the PS5, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, you've got High on Life. Can I play that? <laughs> and Ruth and I kind of glanced at each other and were like. Yeah, why not? Don't tell your mom. <laughs> it's fine. Then there, like, there was a certain point he was scrolling through Amazon. I don't know if either of you guys have. I know Mike, I've sent you one of the songs, but if either of you guys have seen Has Been Hotel yet? Uh, yeah, I actually, I watched the first episode. Yeah, so not not a kids show. No, right. Uh, but like, he he was looking through our our Amazon. He was like, "Oh, you guys watch Has Been Hotel? How'd you like it? I loved it." And we were like, "You." Does your mom know you've watched that? He was like, oh, no. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, we loved it. <laughs> what did you think of it? He was like, I thought it was so much fun. Started naming, like, his favorite song. So it was like, so instantly we're like, I guess we're the cool aunt and uncle. And then, you know, in the Saturday, we were basically like, okay, so let's have a fun day. We, we had to, we felt bad that we had to start the day off with, like, we had to go look at a house. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and so he came along for that and we were like, okay, so to make up for it, like, what do you want to do with the day? Like, pretty, pretty much like name something and we'll see if we can do it. And uh, we had been telling him about the escape room that we did earlier in the day. He was like, could, could we do an escape room? And we were like, yeah, let's do it, man. Have you ever done one? He's like, no, but it sounds fun. Like, can can we do that? And we were like, yeah, let's book one. So like, we, awesome. booked, we booked an escape room. And then after the escape room, we were like, you know, let's go to let's go to Toy Joy and then walk across the street and get donuts at Voodoo Donut. And then we, you know, and then we came back and he played High on Life and we ended up watching uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and Psycho Gore Man. Yeah, I that's mean, you are the cool aunt and uncle. Donuts, escape room, video games, and horror movies. Yeah, no, that's that's fucking rad weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it and uh, at one point, I I give him credit because he was much more interested in High on Life because mm. you know kid. Yeah. But uh, kid playing a game he would normally wouldn't be allowed to. So that even more, I get it. But I was like, hey man, you want to see Eternia? He was like, what's Eternia? I'm like, it's the biggest place that you'll ever see. <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, yes, pull it out. And, it, and I brought Eternia into the living room and set it up with the monorail. He was like, that's insane. How did you even get that in here? So, yeah, he was he was impressed by it, but also didn't check it out much because High on Life was there at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it is. It also there there was a point, you know, where where Ruth and I were in the kitchen, like making some dinner, and she looks at me and she's like, "Yeah, high in life is a little bit worse than than I remember it being." And I'm like, "Yeah, I thought, I I thought the beginning was a little bit tamer than it than I remember it being." <laughs> and uh, and it starts off with that fake game. Yep. <laughs> where you could say it's like, what is it? It's Phil, Phil, your divorce, divorce attorney. Hey, it's Phil, your divorce attorney. Your fucking ex-wife is, is, is fucking all these fucking aliens. They've got a hive mind, so she's fucking all of them at the same time. You got to go kill him. You gotta, by the way, I'm Phil, your divorce, divorce lawyer. Oh, go fucking kill him. Go fucking, they're fucking filling your wife with cum. Yep. And I'm just like... We're just sort of glancing at each other and go and make dinner and like making that comment. And it's like, probably, probably should have said no. And Ruth is like, I, I mean, I could have said no. I could have, could have stopped him. You know, tech, he is my nephew, but, uh, and then she <laughs> leaves in the room and she's like, I know we said this, Ethan, but don't tell your mom we let you play high in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The damage is done, Josh. So. Yeah, we're the we're the cool aunt and uncle, and we we did already tell them like because to be fair, I I mean we didn't know any better, but the uh, we went to an escape room that we have not been to before, and it was a little bit lame. Mm-hmm. He still he still had a blast, but Ruth and I were just like, hmm, we got to take you to a better one. So the next time we go to one, like we already warned our friends, we're like, next one we all do together, we're bringing Ethan. So, you know, definitely, definitely, I think, earning that cool aunt and uncle mm-hmm. badge. Oh, absolutely. But then, you know, at the same time, like, even even without, like, just on your own, imagine doing all that stuff in, in a single weekend. Mm-hmm. 
That's a lot. I'm tired. <laughs> plus, I plus I packed and shipped a bunch of orders. Got mine today. Woohoo! Can't wait to talk about it. So fucking cool. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, let me share two quick funny stories. Uh, neither of which will be shocking. Or as cool as Josh and Ruth getting to be cool aunt and uncles. Um, so I went out for dinner on Friday. I was out of town half the week in Pennsylvania. Came home late. And it was like, let's go out to dinner right now. And I, like before I had any time to be like, oh, I'm tired. It was like we were sitting down at this restaurant. So there's a local diner that is half a mile from my house that does fish fries. And uh, my father-in-law wanted to go. And I'm kind of just sitting there zoning out staring at a mirror thinking about toys and not talking to anybody and then from the back of the restaurant i hear this voice and it's the fucking lady that i ran into a year ago maybe that was the woman who used to run the video store that i went to who was a kid that has a photographic memory of all the horrible shit that i used to rent (laughs) (laughs) um so literally i'm like just minding my business, dunking a roll in some sauce. I always get spaghetti at this place. And I hear, oh, my God, you rented Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. You're only eight. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? And I was like, oh, shit. So, like, <laughs> it's like a running, a recurring choke of this lady popping up at the weirdest times. Just to remind me that I shouldn't have watched that as a kid. And I rented it anyways. Uh you know, she like Cannibal Ferox. Oh my God, that's a sick movie. You were too little. And I was like, Lady, I had a cool cover. Throw me a bone. Um, so it was uh, fall, not fall break, spring break. It's mm-hmm. I swear to God that there. This is an extra break thrown in when we were kids. It was Christmas break and then right to Easter, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had we had like uh, was it President's Day and stuff like that. And we were when I was really little, we had both Lincoln and Washington's birthday off. But, uh, you know, then they combined it to President's Day. But, yeah, now they get like a friggin winter break thing. Yeah. Well, Zoe had the week off and she was at a trampoline place with her cousin and some boys decided it would be a good idea to make fun of Zoe. Zoe brought her favorite stuffed animal with her and they're eating pizza. And Zoe likes to crunch chips up and put them on the top of pizza. Mm-hmm. So if you have crappy pizza, if you put like crunched up Doritos on top, spices it up. It's two older boys thought it'd be funny to start picking on my daughter. My daughter is eight and kind of like oblivious to what was going on. But her cousin that was with her wasn't. Mm-hmm. And her cousin. So Zoe is maybe she's very short. She's like three feet tall. Mm-hmm. Her cousin's over five feet and she's eight. And. I was telling my wife about this, that I've never seen the whites of her eyes. She's like a shark. So her <laughs> eyes are just all pupil. It's not that they're black, but she's got like predator eyes, like a wolf. <laughs> and she's ginger. <laughs> to make it like <laughs> even more frightening. And no, so it's like, so. It's, it's like a George and Lenny kind of dynamic when it's Zoe and her cousin. And her cousin locked in on these two boys and decided that it was her job to go into kill mode. <laughs> uh, so I heard about this when I, I came home, that there was an incident at the trampoline place and that there's these two boys ran up 
to the parents and were like, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're so sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. Wouldn't stop apologizing. Nobody could figure out what happened until we talked to the kids. And it was like, yeah, they were making jokes and Olivia took care of it. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what happened. But two older boys <laughs> cross paths with the wrong cousin. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Zoe was like, go take care of it, or her cousin got the initiative and was just like, kill mode. But yeah, good times. Kids. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I like that you don't know exactly what happened. No, it's just like. <laughs> it could be anything. Use your imagination. I don't know if she just stared at him and some kid's hair turned stark white. You know, it was like. <laughs> Last Crusade, like he aged 500 years and fell over and died. That's what I thought would happen. But I think she, maybe somebody got slugged, held underwater somewhere. I don't know. Did you guys ever see The Mighty Boosh when that was on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, do you remember The Crack Fox? Yes. Yep. All I can think of is this little girl going up to him being like, I'm going to hurt you real bad, boy. Like the way The Crack Fox did. (laughs) Be like, what'd you say? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Hi. I'm urgent. I'm urgent real bad. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of picturing like they didn't realize what was going on in their mind and their own business. And then all of a sudden, one of the two of them disappears. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, gets, like pulled under a table. Like, Skylar? Skylar? Where'd you go? Name's Skylar. Aiden? You know, that's the name everybody has. Aiden? Chad? And there's just a, like a, a sneaker and some blood. <laughs> Damn it. See, so just all you, all you had to do was say Mighty Boosh, and my brain instantly went, You have drunk pennies from a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You got you to have a little old Greg in there. Oh, my God. That um, I missed that show. Yeah. Did you laugh me? <laughs> Are you playing your love games with me? Oh, Lord. Uh, plug time, Josh. What's coming out for Pikmin's this week? Well, this week is going to be the re-release of Buffalo Bill. Uh, the figure itself is unchanged, uh, other than a new cape. He's got a new vinyl cape. Uh, other than that, it's basically the same figure in a new box. With a new cape. It's Malibu Stacy. It's a new hat. Figure with a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Malibu Bill with a new cape. Why, man, that would be so fucking cool if the, instead of Barbie or Ken, it was Buffalo Bill. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, you could absolutely re-release this exact same figure again and again and just like package him with like a big sun hat. And yeah. and call it like <laughs> Buffalo Bill with a new hat. <laughs> like, oh, uh, I I see. I kind of want to just straight up call it like Malibu Stacy Buffalo Bill with like a big right. pink sun hat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if I saw that, I would absolutely buy it. Uh, your box game, Josh. I got you know all the new product and the boxes you've mastered. Mm-hmm. Why? Thank They're you. Beautiful. Uh, you know, normally, like, I don't save boxes. I, I run out of room. Um, but See, these are these are worth keeping. I, I had a distinct feeling there because there was a point where you were like, I don't need the clown box. And 
if I had continued to do them the way I did my first three uh, prototype clown boxes, then, you know, they looked, they looked good. They didn't look amazing, mm-hmm. but they looked good. Uh, they, you know, they looked good enough that I was, I was happy enough to sell them. But, you know, at the same time, it was like, I could probably make these a bit better. Uh, and then once I got those really nice prints in and got one assembled, it was like, no, he needs these. Yeah, I, I had to have it in hand to kind of appreciate what you're doing with them. Um, awesome, awesome uh, work, Josh. Bravo. Uh, and the other, the other, why, thank you. And the other thing coming out this week is the uh, re-release of the Poltergeist Ghost, which is going to be in two colorways. I'm doing it in that uh, sort of clear and purple swirl with the very light silver misting on it. Uh, And I'm also doing the rainbow glow-in-the-dark glitter poltergeist ghost. Uh, Yeah, and that's this week. And then I think... Obviously, we'll be recording again before it happens, but then it'll probably be like two weeks until I, I'm trying I'm trying to do the drops every two to three weeks and not have it be an overwhelming amount of stuff for each drop. Mm-hmm. Like it's I'm, I'm really trying to have it be like one or two pieces, mostly re-released stuff in weird colorways just to get the most out of the molds, uh, maybe some new packaging uh, and then. Every couple of months, there will be, like, a big new piece. Uh, so right now, the next step on tap, next big new piece up on tap is, uh, well, I'll I'll use this as an announcement. There are two big new pieces up on tap. One is the Gilman for Monster Squad, uh-huh. uh, which is going to be uh, in April. Probably, probably think mid-April. Uh, and then after, uh, but before that, actually, uh, I am participating in a group, online group show mm-hmm. that uh, Ocular Rhombus Toys is putting on. A uh, really cool guy that I met at Assembly Required, who is also going to be doing a customized run of my Bullet Babies. So obviously cool. keep an eye out for cross-promotion on that. Uh and uh, yeah, I'm participating in his group uh, group art show, and the theme is Robot Resurrection. Okay. Uh, the theme is literally to do a either a single, you know, custom art piece or a small run of all new pieces themed around robots or robotic resurrection. So as long as there are robots in the theme, all good. So what I put together. Um, I'm going going back and forth between two names. It's either going to be called Brain Master, which is 100% a ripoff of the Transformers name, mm-hmm. or Brainwave. Okay. Uh, and what it is is I've taken the main body and the treads from uh, the Killbot. Treads are staying the same. The main body, I've built an extra backpack and little tank onto the back, too. Uh, And in place of the head is now a brain that will be wired to the backpack. Just a large exposed brain sitting on top of the body. That's awesome. Uh, And in place of the arms are going to be, like, 
You know the the old Ninja Turtles gun that also looked like a big syringe? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm basically ripping the design off of that and wiring that to the tank on the back. Uh, and the other arm is going to be an all-new claw arm. Nice. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to package it in packaging that is styled after the vintage Headmaster and Brainmaster figures in Japan. So that little square window box packaging. Nice. Sweet. And I'm going window box. It will be full window box. Now, are you selling this or are they selling? Uh, These will be available. uh, Every artist participating will be selling their own wares. It's just going to be one of those occasions where everybody sort of drops their pieces, announces, you know, puts everything up at the same day, same time. Okay, cool. So basically, uh, March 31st, I believe that uh, we'll have to double check the time, but March 31st in the evening, your Instagram feeds will be flooded with robots. Uh, And as of right now, there are over 50 artists participating. And a lot of them are really cool, really cool artists. So I'm really excited to see what people come up with. Someone is straight up doing a, a, uh, like, cyborg jesus on the cross oh jesus that's fucking and it's cool. got it's got cannons mounted on the cross oh god <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing like at first i saw it and i was like oh my oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no like the like the more he shows it and the more he works on it, it's just like god damn that's impressive <laughs> Uh, and as a last uh, interesting plug, I don't know exactly what the timeline on this is going to be, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to give a special plug to Pocket Salsa. Uh, he is the toy maker that at Assembler Required was right next to me. It was his first show. A really cool guy. He's doing some really cool pours. Uh, he just did one of his first releases, which is um, a bootleg of Garamon with really muscular legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Which is appropriately called Leg Day Garmon. <laughs> and it's it is hilarious. It is exactly it's exactly what you're picturing. It's hilarious. And he does his casts beautifully. Um I went ahead and sent him copies of the Bullet Baby and the Giger tribute piece that I did. And from here on out, they will only be available through Pocket Salsa. Because he is going to mold them up and start casting them himself. Nice. So I am I am retiring from that bullet baby and that Giger tribute. Uh, and in the future, anyone that wants wants them, it will still be the Pikmin sculpt, but cast by Pocket Salsa. Nice. Very cool. So man. you'll still be able to get that Pikmin sculpt in an all-new cool colorway and support a different artist doing it. That's pretty rad. Cool. Uh, Mike, raised by Reynolds. Is uh, breakfast still the most important meal of the day? It is. It is indeed. That will uh, that will be our next episode. Uh, one that that you joined us for and our our wacky ass recording. <laughs> uh, I didn't do much. I kind of just sat there and poked you guys occasionally and just kept you talking. Well, I mean, you gave us the uh, you gave us the uh, idea and the um 
elements that we had to use throughout the episode. And uh, <clears throat> it was quite funny. I, I was thinking about uh, what uh, the killer looked like <laughs> last night while I was at work. I'm like, I might have to draw this guy. You know, I was thinking, I'm not going to give too much away, but next time I cook breakfast or dinner, <laughs> maybe have leftover batter to make a giant something <laughs> just for the purpose of putting it on my face. Um, that's all. Yes. 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 And yes, I want uh, to see this. This will be hilarious. I can't wait to not, you know, be excited and put it on my face too soon and burn my face. <laughs> yeah. But see, then it would go in line with, you know, the story. So yeah. Full circle. Uh, I will become, Anyways, he will uh, become he who who shall not sully breakfast. He who walks behind the boxes of cereal or whatever. Or what do they say? Like he who walks behind the corn pop rose. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just dropped the episode uh, Boogeyman's Closet Green Room. Uh, no, no, no. Pontypool Green Room's coming out next week. Oh, that's why I couldn't find it. Pontypool's out. Yeah, uh, no, uh, it got pushed back a week because we had uh, scheduling difficulties because of me getting COVID. And unfortunately, our guests weren't able to make it um, last week once I was better. So we kind of moved things around a little bit. Then we were we were going to try to put Texas Chainsaw in before, but there's a little hang up with that as well. So we're like, you know what, screw it. So we, we took a week off, but we, we are going to be coming back next week with Green Room. Um, great episode, Pontypool. If you want to hear... Uh, Sam, do some poetry. It's yes. really fucking cool. Um, and you guys kind of like you catch details I didn't catch when I watched Pony Pool, having um, you know your play by play on it, which is actually really cool. It, it's a good companion piece. I actually went back and rewatched Pony Pool, liked it even more. I mean, uh, that's just cool. fun to I'm say too. To Pony Pool, Pony Pool. Yeah, <laughs> they, and they say it a lot in that movie. <laughs> they they keep repeating Ponty Pool. Um, but no, no, I, I appreciate that. Cause it's one of those films that the first time I watched it, I really liked it, but I didn't dig that deep into it. And then on subsequent watchings, I noticed a lot more each time. So no, I, I, I really like that flick and I love the, I always forget his name, but the, the guy who plays Grant Mazzy, the lead, uh, lead actor, Steve McKetty. Um, Yes, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I like him and everything I've seen him in. He's uh he's one of those guys like Lance Henriksen. Mm-hmm. He's just old, but he's all the good. time. So it's like, how old is he? Nobody knows. He's just looked old forever. It's true. Um, but he's one of those grizzled actors that, like, you you throw him in a role and he, you know, he's gonna be good in it. Yeah, like uh, you know. I've I've got to mute out. You guys know what it's time for. Ah, all yes, right. the beasts want to get fed. Um, although I've seen a lot of like to be crap with Lance Henriksen in it now. He just does like B films mostly. He's got dentures, and when he talks, you can just hear him rattling around in his mouth. And it... Hey, listen, I had to unmute to say this. You watch your mouth. I'm on Tubi. <laughs> I, I just found out that the, the Master Casters documentary is apparently on Tubi, so uh, I am on Tubi. So oh, am I. Awesome. Uh, nice. a, few, a few of the movies that I was in for Low Budget Pictures are on there. So. Fuck it, uh, we're on Tubi! Mike, wait, if... Wait, I, I gotta check and see if Poultrygeist is on Tubi. Yeah, you check while I'll keep doing oh, plugs. Oh, shit. Uh, Guess is on there. We're all on Tubi. We're all, that's a good title. Um, we've got So It's Come to This, a Simpsons family podcast 
listen to it. It's just it's fucking great. And the people hosting it are awesome kick ass uh, husband and wife duo that I love catching at Mike's parties. You've got coffee I'm, dreams. What? I'm gonna give my special own plug to cof- to uh, to so it's come to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Simpsons podcast at this time of year in this climate in this part of the country all happening within your headphones <laughs> may i hear it <laughs> yes you can tune into so it's come to this a simpsons family podcast <laughs> and uh just to answer the the burning question poltergeist is on tubi so we are all currently on Tubi. holy shit we're all on tubi kick <laughs> ass uh utica steam tams <laughs> we are all on to be. Um, that is a weird thing that we're all on to be, but that's funny. That's that's fucking cool. I don't really talk about my movies that I've been in. Um, not very proud of. Uh, I mean, I could brag about. It. It's not something that I want. Like Zoe going and tracking down some of these films. They're not. Yeah. They're not very wholesome. Um, and, uh, you know, people enjoy them. I don't want to take people's enjoyment out of, like, uh, movies from the guy who made Blood Fart Lake. But um, a lot of behind-the-scenes junk that ruined it for me, unfortunately. But anyways, uh, Coffin Dreams, LLC. You've got uh, Tara. Let me try to... Uh, Mystery Team Incorporated. And her lovely man assistant, Mike McCoy, doing special effects. Check out Coffin Dreams, LLC. She's just a great artist. Um, Jerry's Closet, Sam threw up some new items in the shop. She's currently raising funds for a top secret project. But if you want the Texas Chainsaw uh, remake figures from McFarland, she's got them up there at a great price. I am very excited for this top secret project. Uh, I am too. I want to help Sam yep. any way I can. You let me know, but I'm not going to spill the beans. That's your yours to oh, do. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. I can't wait for the hot sauce of chunks of human flesh. Anyways, uh, also check out redpantheon.com for anybody that I miss. Lots of artists, um, creative types uh podcasts that currently aren't active but if you want to go back and listen to their older episodes go check it out places like uh terrified chicken or um heretic party they're just on hiatus but you never know when they're gonna come back Mm -hmm. so listen to their stuff uh while josh is feeding the cats i will start with show and tell because i forgot a bunch of stuff and i also got a mountain of shit this week nice I found while I was in Pennsylvania, they have a bookstore chain called Books a Million that doesn't make it that far north, but picture borders, kind of, if you can remember that. It's uh, like they actually sell books. They're in the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, and as bookstores like to do, they have Funko section. They had an exclusive Blacklight Popcorn Killer Clown oh. that I never knew about that was just one was sitting in the store. Um I had nothing to do. I was roaming around Erie, Pennsylvania, and I was like, what the fuck? So I have another Blacklight Killer Clown. It's the Popcorn Baby. Nice. Uh, I picked up, there is another store that sells used DVDs, video games, anything they can kind of flip that's shit that we like. It's called 
uh, rerun, I think. It's it's like a used CD, DVD kind of place, but they have a lot of toys that they buy and flip. But they had, while I went in there, they had some of the paper people from Trick or Treat Studios. Oh, okay. And I had been missing the Texas Chainsaw set, and they had it for 10 bucks, so I grabbed it. So I have a Leatherface paper person. I have a nice collection of paper people in my stairwell going into my basement mm-hmm. uh, because any blank space drives me crazy, and I have to put artwork up on it. So I've got a mix of, like, Alvarez laminated paper people and trick-or-treat studio stuff. See, I'm running, I'm running into the issue... Uh, a, a similar issue of that now with my skin, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been tell- creepy. You were like, skin. <laughs> I've been well, I've been telling Mike about it, and, and and some of these random tattoo ideas that have popped into my head are just like, God damn it, I need that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, I definitely need a set of tattoos that are basically just old. Toys R Us and Child's World and KB Toys price tags. Um, well, yeah. You should get a 3 for 10 KB Toys. That, that's the exact one that I was going to do. Yep. Um, get it, like, on your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and, and I, I also thought it'd be really fun to get a group of people to uh, all get different Modulock parts. Oh, that'd be sweet. That would be. But who's going to want to get stuck with the ant butt? Yeah. Well, see, that's that's the thing. They're, they're like over 20 parts. And I think mm. it'd be hard to get a group of 20 people. True. So it'd be fun to get a group of like five or six people and just pick your favorite part. As right. long as they're not doubles. Yeah, but then you're going to people without the head. Yeah, but personally see, now, speaking, I'd be happy with like an arm or even I think the connector piece would be a cool inside joke. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and say that this conversation out of context is terrifying. Yes. Because you were just like, get a bunch of people together and pick your favorite part. <laughs> and then you mentioned something about the connector and the head. And it's like, you know, if people don't know what we're talking about, that is a fucking terrifying conversation. You should get like a Where's Waldo. You know, or, where is he? I've always made that. I probably made the joke on the podcast before. Getting a Where's Waldo tattoo, but then getting Waldo tattoos like in your ass crack. <laughs> really let people look for him. Uh, you'd have to have like like the glasses and hat peeking out at the top of the crack, though. Yeah. Um, I what else did I get? I got Elkhorn from. Oh, I'm jealous. Mike, get him next time you see him. Do not hesitate. Get him. He is a perfect toy. Like he looks so good. No fucking complaints. Nothing is wrong with him. He is like one complaint. I'll give it one complaint. He comes, <laughs> he comes with a lot of shit because he's a smaller figure, I guess. Like he didn't need it, but he comes with a battle axe, his sword, two hammers, a smaller axe, and a torch, and treasure, nice. and a dagger. And uh, and his dick and his dick and like a bottle of booze. So it's like all this stuff. He can't hold all of it. Mm-hmm. He's got a backpack. That's the my only complaint is the backpack. You could put the treasure in it, but then you'd have a hard time getting it out because it's kind of a flatter backpack. Like you think like a book would go inside of it. Right. Not like a gem. Like a heart crystal or something. So that's maybe but you can put like one of his axes to kind of have it hanging out the top. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only thing. 
downside. Like his hands are are pliable enough that you can put all of his weapons in there without killing yourself. Like as you would expect with NECA, they're kind of rubber ish right. on his gloves. All the joints, nothing was stuck. Very fluid. He's just so goddamn cool. He's got all these great details when you look close. Like his skin isn't perfect. Um, which you would expect in an action figure. Like he, he's got a wart. You're like, oh, fuck, that's so cool. Just playing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes the other ones pop even more. Because you've got like, I think there's four now. Of just yeah. like great recreations of these LJN guys. Um, I also got Wingnut and Screwloose and Scumbug from the newest turtle set. They're both awesome. And they're exactly what you would think. Scumbug is one for one, like a blown up better version um, with all the same problems. A little one had like the tubes don't stay in all the way. Sometimes when you move them around, mm-hmm. uh, Wingnut is gigantic. He's a good eight, nine inches tall and another six, seven inches wide with the wings out. Uh Getting the wings to pop in wasn't that difficult. They don't pop out under their own weight. Um, you can pull off the mechanical wing and leave his smaller baby bat wings behind if you wanted, like, they're two separate pieces. Nice. Uh, he's great. Uh, another great figure. If you're a fan of Wingnut, I'd say pick it up. Uh, the only downside is he's massive. Like, if you have a turtle display, he's going to take up a lot of fucking real estate. Mm. Um, he comes with two heads that's probably a downside is they're a little hard to pop and swap but you just look hot water took right took care of it real easy i also feel uh, like wingnut taking up a lot of space is just wingnut in general yeah yeah it, it's exactly like if you've seen um ray fillet he's about that size okay a little wider because of the wingspan but that's it very comparable um there's shit that I'm forgetting, but I don't want to tie things up. Josh, what'd you get? Josh. Uh, I didn't get didn't get a ton. Um, because Eternia. Uh, but, but I did cool today. But I got a got a couple of cool things that uh, are definitely noteworthy. Uh, I got in my rock on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is just as goofy as the vintage one. Um I will say the vintage one does form a rock a little bit better, but I, I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> who really, who really looks at this figure and what goes, I want to turn him into a rock. I, I, Nobody. I, like, I do. <laughs> I always think it's cool when they're just like touching their toes and their rocks. <laughs> I got a rock. Uh, so, uh, but he's, he's pretty freaking awesome regardless. Like he is everything you expect from him, mm-hmm. uh, and everything you want out of an orange or that origins figure with all of that added articulation and swapping parts. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. Um, like I will be popping yours in the mail in a few days here. Um, Thank you, good sir. but of course, and, uh, I also, I've picked up a few transformers. Uh, so I got Mohawk. Holy shit, Mohawk is amazing. He so looks Mo- so fun. Mohawk is this weird little Decepticon from, I think, The Last Night. I had no knowledge of him out until, like, a third-party toy company announced him. Okay. 
and then like another third party toy company did their version. He's this this little motorcycle that turns into like a gremlin with a mohawk. Oh, okay. And he's one of the most fucking fun little weird transformers I've played with in a while. He's he's just pr- I'm gonna send gonna send some pictures to the group chat. Uh, his motorcycle is about about the size you would expect like a mini clown motorcycle to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so like a three and three fourth fig- figure could ride it, but it would look a little undersized and silly in kind of the best way. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not going to lie, I I need to try it. I haven't yet. But then, yeah, his his robot mode is like just this amazing, wonderfully articulated, weird little gremlin that you can open the mouth of. With a knife. And he's got a knife, so he can stab things. That's, <laughs> that's really he's gonna, cool. He's going to run up and stab you in the dick. <laughs> you sounded so excited. You're like a knife, he's like, stab things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> I just think it's such a ridiculous, ridiculous accessory for a transformer to have. Like it's this high-tech advanced robot with a knife. I got a knife. Stab you. <laughs> Is he like oh. uh, Alberto in Futurama? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I got him. I got the Prime Universe Thundertron. Who, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Thundertron. No. He is a robotic space pirate lion. Uh, He turns into a giant robot lion. Mm -hmm. His robot form, you take one of the feet off and give him a robot peg leg. And you attach it to make it the, uh, uh, what's the... What's the, the 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 cross guard for the sword? I'm trying to think yeah. of the proper name. Yeah, the cross guard for the sword. The so you clip it to the sword, and yeah, it forms like the top of the hilt. That's and cool. he has a giant pirate sword and a peg leg. Uh, and on the vintage one there, I or on the one that came out during Prime, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you could turn the foot into like a little robot parrot. So I'm sure it's just a matter of time before people figure out a fan mode, give him a robot parrot. Nice. Uh, he's everything you could want out of a really weird transformer. He's he's not overly complicated. Uh, he turns into a weird robot lion, and he's a space pirate. Two thumbs up. The best kind of pirates. And then this morning I uh, squeed in the aisle yeah. because, as any transformer fan knows. Snarl has been a bitch to find. Mm-hmm. And I walked into Target and there was a single one sitting on the bottom shelf behind the Studio Series Primal. And I literally squealed and immediately uh, texted my, my friend Lion was just like, holy shit, look what I found. <laughs> Got back an almost immediate text, just all capital letters. Holy shit, I'm so jealous. <laughs> uh, he's every again. If you if you like the other Dinobots, 
you're gonna love him. He is he's weird, he's chunky. Uh he turns into a stegosaurus that's shaped like a robot potato. <laughs> uh he's amazing. He's amazing. Um but also his uh his robot mode is a lot of fun and it matches the other Dinobots really, really well. So yeah, no, he's great, and I'm very excited for uh Swoop to come out. That's the one I'm hopefully super excited for. Hopefully it won't be a bitch and a half to find. Yeah, because Swoop was the one I had as a kid. Like, that was the one Dinobot that I had. My brother had a couple of the other ones. We we never had Grimlock, but he had, um, I always forget their names. My brother had the Triceratops and the uh, Stegosaurus. Yep, I had the Triceratops. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were, I, I really liked Swoop, so I'm really hoping I can find this one. Yeah, I hope he's not a bitch and a half. Um, yeah. So, Josh, I was going to mention this, and I completely forgot. Mike, you probably got it, too. I need to talk about the huge box of pigment stuff that I got today. Brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Well, Mike has some of it. There are some other things that I still need to send, Mike, like the uh, yeah. the clown and the killbot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to begin. So you sent me not one log, but two logs. So thank you for the free log. I got uh, sports log and civil war log. That was a, a very nice bonus. Um, you, I got my spider head in the egg. I got the black one, which is cool. Cause I don't have a black one. Um, totally kick ass. The killbot is awesome. Uh, the clown is even more awesome. I, I can't decide which one I like more. Um, that pink just pops in the clown. It's really cool. Um, the I can't decide what I think is a better the packaging on the turtle sidekicks is nuts and it really really helps uh Professor Cluckingsworth and Ice Cream Kitty makes me like is a nice background is set, yeah. like, putting them on display it's really fucking cool but the Wolfman is just a thing of beauty oh that Wolfman is the, fantastic I brought up my Leonardo from the basement my classic Leonardo they scale perfectly uh it's just I've wanted this for so long and finally to have it in my hands just makes me so fucking happy. So thank you, Josh. I cannot wait to buy the Illuminators version. And if you guys have anybody listening to this wasn't sure if you needed it, you fucking need it. <laughs> I, I I will I agree. I will add a side note in there. Uh, totally also plug. Uh, there is only one left in the shop right now. However, if you uh, if you're listening to this at a later date, and you you know are just hearing about these for the first time, there will be you know I want to make sure that as the other figures come out, people have other chances to buy ones they've missed. So there is probably going to be very limited drops of previous figures as each new figure comes out, uh, and then at the end, you know, there's very likely going to be a big box set of all of them. So. It's goddamn. It's so fucking cool to have it. And just what you can do creatively to re-release it and have it make sense like the Illuminator or whatever you can think of. Like I'm beyond the point of planting seeds to see if you'll do it because your ideas are better than anything that I could come up with. Woohoo. Um, Why thank you, sir. Because I was gonna joke that, like, oh, let's, you know, just break him and put blood all over him and have the the dynamite 
Wolfman, but it's not as cool as Illuminator's Wolfman. So, um, although you should save Broken Bowls because maybe eventually you can make like a one-off. No, God damn it. I said I wasn't going to do that. Um, but it sounds super fun. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, it's just um, fucking cool. So This seems like a perfect point to briefly pause because uh, Ruth just showed up with the potential different headset. Ah, okay. nice. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get Skype loaded here on the computer if I can find the Skype. Where are you, Skype? The Where Skype have you disappeared monster. to? Help me, Skype! You're my only hope. <laughs> Skype, Mike, would you Skype, get Skype? Um, I got surprise, surprise, more uh, more Super Seven reaction figures. Would you um, get? I got the glow in the dark worst gas phantom. Nice. Um, Where are you getting all these? Amazon mostly. Cool. Um, I just kind of keep waiting for like stuff to go on sale, or like a lot of times we'll have the clip and save coupons, yep. where it's like you know save eight dollars, and suddenly a uh, you know one of the reaction figures is down to like nine bucks, and it's like okay, see if I saw that in the store, I'd buy it for nine dollars. Yeah. So buy two of this, get it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You basically have to look at them constantly to just see if there's a coupon. Yeah, no, it's one of my my like kind of first wake up rituals is like. You know, when I'm I'm waiting for my coffee to brew, I'll just quickly kind of scan through my my saved favorite things and, you know, look at reaction figures and be like, OK, nothing today. And every once in a while, I'll be like, like what ended up I ended up buying uh, two Star Trek figures, even though I'm not a Star Trek uh, guy. But I got the Victorian Wharf and Victorian Geordie LaForge, yep. um, mainly because it's like, all right, I have this whole spaceport thing going on with these figures and they just kind of fit the aesthetic of that. And they both had a clip and save coupon that made them both like seven dollars. So I was like, "Yeah, seven bucks a piece. Okay, come on, I'll get that." Yeah. Um, plus, I had a gift card <laughs> from from my birthday, so I'm like, "It's free and it's cheap, so I'm getting that." Um, I bought the Dune. Um, I'm gonna say this wrong. The Sardukar Warrior. Yes. Uh, the guy so, in. Yeah, I can't pronounce it either. Yeah, he's cool, and he kind of like fits next to the gas phantom which is neat because it's like he's all in black with the the green visor and then the, the gas phantom's like all in like white and purple with the red visor it just they look cool together um uh, real quick how do i sound Ooh, you sound sexy. a lot better yeah definitely wow. good <laughs> um then i got surprisingly i found this guy for like five bucks and i couldn't pass him up um some random seller on amazon had him up but from the force awakens it was i'm gonna say this wrong what is it pz4 cd the the weird blue c3po with the like long muscle neck yeah i I was like five bucks for a weird droid to stick into this little spaceport setup i got going on yeah why not so I grabbed him, and then the uh, probably the most expensive thing I found um, was Mouse Jaw from the Turtles of Grayskull. And I fucking love this figure. He's so much fun. Um, I can't really say much that Josh didn't already say about him, but I haven't seen any new shit at my Target. Like, my Target has just been empty. Like, shelves bare, nothing new out. So I was there last week, and... Uh, happened to walk down the the turtle aisle and there was just one lonely mouse jaw sitting on the shelf under empty pegs i'm like yeah okay i'm getting him um so much fun the the mauser he comes with is is basically an arm accessory but he's also like a totally 
posable action figure. Um, like the articulation isn't exactly what I would have wanted. I, I wish you could move the Mauser's head a little bit just for, for better posing, but you can still, you know, make him work as either a minifigure or as a weapon. And he's just a lot of fun. Plus the, the weird uh, attachment, um, like wrist attachment that he comes with for metal Botto, um, where you can put, a weird uh, Roboto trap jaw arm attachment on any master's figure mm-hmm. is fucking rad. Like I just, me and Josh were talking about it. I'm like, I want them to do a weapons pack where they just like release a couple of Mausers, a bunch of those arm pegs and random attachments for them. Like just give me for 20 bucks. I'd fucking buy it. <laughs> just ah, be so good. But yeah, that's, that's uh, what I got. <clears throat> Would buy the shit out of that. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I'm hoping that I can find more of the Turtles of Grayskull, but uh, I've yet to see any of them at retail except this guy. The one thing I will say about the Mauser that I find hilarious, and I know I, I know, I sent this to Josh. I don't know if I sent it to the group chat, but the way uh, Trapjaw attaches to the Mauser yeah. kind of looks like he's holding him by his dick. <laughs> It's so it he's like fisting its asshole. <laughs> well, there's it's this, really weird. There's this little peg that this little peg that comes out of the Mauser between his little legs. It looks like he's got a dick, and then he sticks it into Trapjaw's arm, and it's like I'm holding him by the cock. It's just strange. Um, you know another thing that I got this week brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Go there today if you want some awesome Frank Rosetta. Action figures. Uh, I got Josh a birthday present. Ah, um, yes. I, I also got Josh a birthday present this week. It's purple. There's purple in it. That's all. I'm going to taunt Josh with this until it's his birthday. Just to fuck with him. Mine is multicolored, but mostly beige. A boring mm-hmm. beige. Yeah. <laughs> beige and purple. Yeah. Isn't that nice? <laughs> uh, so, Josh. Is my brain is popping over what it could possibly be. <laughs> Do you have a joke for us? Now in new headset form? You know, there's I there's a commercial that I, I have that I want to play for you guys of this weird this weird new I mean you guys have you guys have heard of Kids Pop, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Their their new thing, I think they're going too far. But but you know, let, give give a listen and, and let's see. Hey, kids! You know Kids Bop? Well, listen to Kids Bop number 53! That's right, the 53rd edition of Kids Bop, featuring special guest artists Kermit the Frog and Werner Herzog. (laughs) Featuring such hits as Queen's Best Friend. Oh, you make me live. Whenever this world is, I don't know the words. Oh, you're my best friend. You're my best friend to come at the frog. And other hits such as Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John and Kiki Palmer. Don't go breaking my heart. I couldn't if I tried. Oh, honey, if I get restless, Froggy, you're not that kind. 
and I can't fight this feeling anymore. I can't fight this feeling any longer. And yet I'm still afraid to let it flow. What started out as friendship has grown stronger. I only wish I had the strength to let it show. That's right. You can hear all this and more on the 53rd edition of Kids Bop. Because we'll just keep fucking making them. (laughs) (laughs) When Werner didn't know the words, I fucking had to mute. I lost it. (laughs) Uh, Did Caleb ever get into Kids Bop, Mike? No, thank God. Um, He very early on. Uh, kind of glommed on to the Ramones, the Foo Fighters, and Green Day. Um, nice. So, yeah, so we played that a lot. Like, he used to love to dress up like Joey Ramone. He had uh, this this le- little leather jacket and sunglasses, and he'd walk around with one of my Guitar Hero guitars <laughs> and pretend to be Joey Ramone. That's fucking uh, awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we, have, we have pictures of him dressed up. It's so much fun. But And then we have a couple videos of him, like, watching Foo Fighter videos and pretending to play along on the guitar hero guitar. Um, so yeah, thankfully like my, my mother-in-law got him some kids bop stuff and there were a few songs like he listened to that he liked, but then I would just be like, Oh, do you want to listen to green day? He'd be like, yeah. So I put on green day. <laughs> so that was uh, that excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he, you know, he definitely shares, uh, you know, mine and Jessica's musical tastes. Um, which is hilarious because he happened to overhear me listening to the Bloodhound Gang the one day while cooking, and he was like, "Who are these guys? They're they're freaking hilarious!" And I'm like, "Oh shit, what door did I open?" <laughs> Come on, be proud. I know. No, it's funny, but like the, the thing is, I was listening to the song. My dad says that's for pussies. <laughs> so you know, Jess was like. What were you listening to? I'm like, uh, well, I'll play it for you. Oh, man. Uh, I've listened to enough Taylor Swift this last week to, to kill a man. Uh, I cannot stand Taylor Swift. I, I, I'm, I don't get it. it. It's I just don't. I'm done. <laughs> so <laughs> Make it stop. Feed please. Her to the... What? Feed her to the rancor. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I think everyone has that artist or at least a song that just makes them irrationally mad. And uh, one song that Caleb learned very early on that it, I just have a very visceral, irrationally angry reaction to is that fucking Whip and Nene song. Oh, God. Mm. I, ha- well, I hate it so much. Willow Smith. I don't even, I don't know who it is. Now watch me whip. Now watch me name. I fucking hate it. Um, but it was on one of those kids bop albums. And like the first time I heard it, I was like, oh God, no. You know, and Caleb thinks it's hilarious that I hate that song so much. So every once in a while, like I'll be like doing the dishes or cooking. He's like, hey dad. I'm like, what? He's like, now watch me whip. And I'm like, shut up. You shut your dirty mouth. Like, <laughs> Go to your room. Like. You're not my son. He finds it fucking hilarious that I can't stand that song. And I don't know why I have such a a visceral reaction to it. I just hate it. Because it's fucking awful. Yeah. It it really is. But, like, 
other awful pop songs don't affect me that badly. <laughs> I can stomach Ace of Base, well, but I can't stomach. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, J- Josh, you kind of broke up. What was that? Other awful pop songs make sense. True, true. <laughs> but not, this not one the, is just like nonsense words. The fuck is wrong with them? Now, now, Mike, I take umbrage. You said you can stomach Ace of Base. Now, come on. No, I, Be honest. I love Ace of Base. You, you choose to put Ace of Base on. You saw the sign. Uh, I think they're. Did it open up your eyes? I saw the sign. It absolutely because did. life is demanding without understanding. But I also love ABBA. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna drag you up to get into the light where you belong. <laughs> there was like this period of time Ace of Base came out, and there was like UB40. Oh, yeah. Red, red, white. And, like, I just could not stop listening to it. Uh, you guys ready for the news? Of course. Breaking news from news. Josh. Uh, Playmates is releasing the classic first appearance turtles in action figure form. They look really awesome. The only thing is they're not super accurate because they have color-coded bandanas. Otherwise, I think they look amazing. Um. Look for those very, very soon. Coming from Loose Collector, Rob Ledfield's Blood Strike and Blood Wolf. The most Rob Ledfield names of all time. I want you to picture two characters that look like Rob Ledfield, pull them out of his ass. That's what they look like. You know, I've I've. I'm tempted by Blood Wolf just because he's so fucking ridiculous. But one thing that makes me incredibly angry about it is his giant gun is not a flying bike that he can ride through space like in the comics. I thought it was just a brand new character like Rob Letfield was like mashing two things that sound cool together and then just drawing a typical Rob Letfield crap. Oh, no, no, no. This is from uh, uh, Blood Wolf. I want to say, and, and Strasburg, correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say Blood Wolf's, Blood Wolf's first appearance was in Darker Image, which was one of those like random uh, books where it was like, hey, we got a bunch of creepy, weird ideas. We're going to put them all in one book. There was like a Max story, Blood Wolf. And I think, um, oh, my God, why can't I think of her name? It was like the the weird Blade Runner style uh, image story they had where there was like sex bots in the future and one of them became sentient and started fighting back against the establishment. And I can't think of what the fuck that comic was called. But um, yeah, Blood Wolf, he his first appearance, it's fucking ridiculous. He's like Lobo and he flies through space on a giant gun motorcycle. It's 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 just a gun (laughs) that he flies on. And then he literally picks it up like a handgun in the comic and shoots people with his motorcycle. And I'm really sad that he doesn't come with that because I would have totally bought it. Well, I'll be excited when they make Blade Stab and Skull Blood. <laughs> my my two favorite image comic book characters. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I both love oh, and hate it's... 90s comics. Oh, damn. And my favorite female comic book character from the 90s, Back Pain. (laughs) Her gigantic titties. Uh, G.I. Joe Wrath of Cobra, a beat-em-up 16-bit fighter, is coming out. If you haven't seen the new trailer, it's really cool. You get to play as Duke, Scarlet, Roadblock, Snake Eyes, and 
some other guy who they haven't identified, and I don't know who the fuck he is. I'm already coming. Breaker? <laughs> it, green I, G.I. I'm, Joe guy. I'm going to have to let... Real, real, real quick, uh, I was wrong. It was not the cyborg one that I was thinking of in Dark Image. It was Jim Lee's Death Blow. Um, yeah, two words <laughs> mashing together. <laughs> Which was basically, you know, the, his version of the Punisher. Um, but yes, uh, now this G.I. Joe game looks fucking rad as hell. Yeah. And I am excited to play it. I love those style beat-em-ups. Um, and I love that that t- style of animation that they, they went with it, where it's yep. almost chibi-ish, but, uh, but not quite. It reminds me of the Data East Avengers beat-em-up. Yes! Uh, oh, it looks... I couldn't I couldn't place it. That's exactly it. it. It's got that look to it, and I think it's really cool. Uh, Todd McFarlane is making 35th anniversary Spawn stuff. You can get stuff, you know, re-releases of shit that he's done before, plus a new original drawing of Spawn action figure. It's like Spawn with big Jack Kirby boots. And another Todd McFarlane action figure, which everybody wanted, right? Of course. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Todd. With his uh, bare feet, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know why, why does he have bare feet? Like, because Todd. <laughs> I mean, like, does is he like Tarantino? Does he have a foot thing that I just wasn't aware of? Maybe he draws with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to see that now. Um, I, I I have no answers, and I just know he's going to repaint it two hundred fucking times too because it's Todd. Um, we have Masterverse figures are popping up at five below. I haven't seen any yet. And people that are finding them are saying they're covered in Mattel mold. So, uh, take that for what it's worth. But the classic He-Man, Manny Faces, Sorceress, um, Spellcaster, the Horde Witch, and, uh, Shadow Weaver, Shadow Weaver, and Pigman have all been spotted at five below for five bucks, which also begs the question, where the fuck are the new Masterverse figures at retail? Yep. Where? I'm not even seeing them at, like, places like FYE, which would normally, like, get that kind of shit and overpriced for it. They're just not around. You can get them online, but Walmart and Target have not picked them up. And it's a little weird. Um... I'd like to know. Uh, He-Man Rick wants me to buy them. We'll know in March. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. They showed off Stratos and Merman for the animated figures, which, again, the first wave hasn't popped up in stores. Apparently, people found them at one point, but I have yet to fucking see them. Uh, Just like the Turtles of Grayskull, like, Target gets a case, which is just four figures, and then they're gone. Uh, Walmart is getting an exclusive Lord Grasp and Terror, which are the unproduced kit bash figures. Uh, it's like squeeze with Clawful's arm and it's whiplash with Roboto parts. You know, it's kind of cool. Uh, but again, did your store get Mossman? Have they sold through Mossman? Maybe you'll get Lord Grasp and Terror. I, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Mattel needs to answer some questions or get a big shipper to stores or something. Uh, And last but not least, let me close out with the newest wave of Marvel Legends, the Zabu Build-A-Figure wave. Let me tell you the characters are in the wave. I did not save the page. 
I'm a fucking jabroni. Come on. Where is it? Fuck, fuck, fuck a duck. Fuck, 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 fuck a duck. Um, fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck, mother, fuck. Noise, noise, fuck. You get Black Thor. He's all black and purple when he was a Herald of Galactus. You get Icarus, comic book Jack Kirby Icarus. You get Marvel vs. Capcom Cable, who looks really fucking cool. Red Guardian. You get Invincible Iron Man, where Doctor Doom plays him. You get... What the fuck is her name? You get Kazar, who goes with the Build-A-Figure, which is Zabu. And last but certainly not least, you get Wolfsbane in her X-Men X-Force costume. So... Really fucking cool. I want Kizar really, really bad, and I want Zebu really, really bad. Uh, two characters I love. And hey, Marvel vs. Capcom Cable. Pretty cool looking, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it does. Really- he's got some new style articulation with the straps. They're trying some new stuff uh, to keep them from falling off. Uh, I, for one, am excited. They're built into the articulation. Looks pretty cool. That is it. Did I forget anything, guys? Not that I can think of. Yeah. All right. Uh, Are you guys excited to hear more Kids Bop from Warner and Kermit? I know Josh Strasberg is. It's his favorite segment of the show. Oh, I'm I'm super excited to hear more Kids Bop. Please, Josh, don't make us wait. Don't make me beg. (laughs) Hey, kids, do you like Kids Bop? We'll just wait for Kids Bop number 67. That's right. We're bringing in another special guest. We're bringing in James Buffalo Bill Gum. He's going to sing hits to the kid. That's right. He's going to sing things like Queen's Fat Bottom Girls. Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you gotta let it all hang out, fat bottom girls. You make the rockin' world go round. And other hits such as The Weather Girls, It's Raining Men. Temperatures rising. Around is getting low. According to all sources. This is the place to go. It's a night for the first time. Just about half past ten. Tonight for the first time. It's gonna start raining men. It's raining men. And his hit song, Put the Fucking Lotion in the Basket, from Silence the Musical. Put the fucking lotion in the basket. All you fucking women are the same. Help me not to think of them as human. So I call them it instead of by their names. That's right. Kids Bop number 67. (laughs) Featuring James Buffalo Bill Gum. He'll save your kids to sleep. And then he'll put on women's skin as clothing. Because that's Kids Bop approved. Kids Bop, why the fuck not? 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Why the fuck not? I love it. You know, going back to that uh, G.I. Joe game for a minute... I'm sitting here looking at the uh, the different characters. I think that guy in the green is supposed to be Ripcord. Um, because the only other character I can think of that matches slightly is either Flash or maybe Starduster. But I, I think it's supposed to be Ripcord. What a random-ass choice. Well, I mean, Ripcord was actually used for a lot of stuff early on. Like, he was he was in the comics quite a bit. Um, and you know, his, his figure was pretty prominent in the early wave, but, uh, yeah, like it, it is a weird one. Cause I don't know the Ripcord's a fan favorite, even though they keep putting him into stuff. Like, you know, every time they do a new version of the GI Joes, it's like, Hey, here's Ripcord again. Um, like with the movie and yeah, with, like, uh, the GI Joe, what the hell was the one where they were basically like the A team? Um, uh, the, yeah, the cartoon there. Yeah. The but one like, that was on the hub. I forget. And there's like, a dozen other characters i would put before ripcord oh same same but like um, hawk tunnel rat sergeant slaughter yeah i would have rather had sergeant slaughter definitely you know what I mean? like what why, why why are we doing this stalker right hell Probably. i think if, if we're gonna if it's gonna be a beat-em-up where we're literally punching his tanks which that cracked me up in the in the trailer why not fucking put chuckles in the yeah. G.I. Joe uh, animated movie, he literally picked up a missile off the Havoc and threw it at a his tank. Like, so clearly he's got no problem punching vehicles. It, it's, yeah, like, there's a lot of colorful characters they could have picked <laughs> instead of generic green guy. Maybe it's like, you are unnamed Joe, it's Trouser Snake. Right. He's supposed to be you, the player. And maybe you have to unlock the other guys. I don't fucking know. Uh, I hope there's DLC to play as other dudes. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it though, and I already have the uh, Toxic Crusaders one pre-ordered on Steam, so I'm just waiting for that to come out. Hey, uh, Turbo Kid, yeah, coming very very soon, and everybody says out. it's fucking amazing. I cannot wait. I I'm so excited for it. I'm also very excited for the fact that they said that the people who ordered it on Switch, uh, because it's going to be delayed slightly, they are going to give a Steam code too, so you can also get it on Steam. So I'm like, beautiful. You know, and I can I can play it on my computer. I ordered it on Switch. I'll wait. Uh, uh, I'm ex- I'm definitely now that I got a new because I ordered it before I got my new computer, and it's like now that I have such a good computer, I'm like, yeah, no, I'll be playing <laughs> on my computer. I'll, Caleb can play it on the Switch. I'll totally sell that that Steam code to somebody if they want it. Um, I'd rather like give it a few weeks and let let any bugs get worked out and patches, because mm-hmm. uh, I had that problem when I played uh, Prince of Persia. Like I played it day uh, one and it had it was buggy as fuck and it had to update before I could complete the game because there's a few places where you would like glitch right off the screen, um, see, which sucked. This is something I've talked about a lot with um, some of my gamer friends that irritates me to no end. The fact that companies will release a title before it's complete. You know, it's like. I get it. We live in a digital age where it's a lot easier to patch stuff and like update stuff. You're know, like, oh, there's a problem with that. Let's fix it. You know, it's it's we're, we no longer live in the age like uh, when Silent Hill 4 came out and the first wave of discs that got released had the bug 
where if you picked up the fucking doll from the quest that they removed from the game, it would lock you from going any further. So you just had to know, don't pick up the fucking doll in the apartment building. Um, and then they re-released the game like a couple months later with that fixed. But those of us that bought it day one had that fucking bug in the game. And so I get it. We have a, d a different world now, but it sucks to be like, okay, I'm going to pay $70 for this video game. Uh, well, don't play it this week. I know it came out, but just don't play it this week. Play it next week yeah, when we patch like, it. That pisses me off to no end. Um, to their credit, uh, the guys who did um, Prince of Persia, mm -hmm. the glitch, the glitches that were happening were from people who are like diehard Metroidvania players. A lot of the gimmicks of Metroidvania is like get this new thing. Now you can like progress to a new section. Right. Uh, but it had a lot of the play mechanics that all Metroidvanias have, like wall jumping and shit like that. So my natural uh, response to a lot of areas that were unaccessible is I could just wall jump right. and get there and do shit you're not technically supposed to do. And it was making the game glitch. So I think when they were testing it, they never thought to look for that. Um See, now that makes sense. I, I was thinking more along the lines of like what happened with uh, Mortal Kombat 1 where they released the game and it's like, hey, here's the here's the full game. Everyone enjoy it. And then the fucking uh, code for uh, for multiplayer was just borked. So if, if you were playing as the second player, you automatically had like a 30 percent disadvantage, um, which was just like something that they couldn't figure out why it was doing that. And so for the first like month, the game was out. It was like, yeah, just, you know, if you're player two, just expect to lose. <laughs> Are you still playing that? Uh, on and off. I haven't played, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Peacemaker yet. I haven't downloaded him yet. But uh, probably on Wednesday when I'm off, I'll give it a wordle. But I'm very excited for what they're doing with it. Uh, apparently, there have been 20 DLC characters announced. There's a, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the cameo character, there's a, a cameo fighter mode coming out. There's a tag team mode coming out. And they've said that there is a, uh, a, a new story expansion they're releasing along with the character DLC packs. So uh, cameo there's a fighter bunch. mode? What's that? So the cameo fighters, um, you don't get to actually play as them. No, I know that, but like you can fight as them now? So it, it'll be, I guess, specifically just for that mode. So it'll be like limited. Uh, you won't have, they won't be fully fleshed out characters. They won't be like, uh, you know, Scorpion, for example, where right. you have all the different move sets, all the different combo sets. It'll be a limited uh, scope of what they can do, but you can still play the game. Kind of, kind of almost like old school MK. Cause if you look at like Mortal Kombat 3, Mortal Kombat 4, where, you know, you had the run button, you had all the, the combo systems and stuff, but the characters were so much more simple back then. A lot less moves, a lot less combo sets. Um, so it'll be like almost stepping back in time and playing uh, one of those older games, but with these modern characters in a modern setting. Um, so just like another fun way to play with these characters. And because they already have fatalities and shit. So why not let the characters play or Do the you... players play as them? Josh is like picking his nose while we're talking about this. I'm sure. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever? No, make I'm a... actually taking it. This is stuff that, like, I can't necessarily contribute to, but it's definitely interesting. Yeah. And fits, you, you know, so I'm, I'm like taking it in and being like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you think we're at a point where they could release a new Mortal Kombat, but it's classic 2D Mortal Kombat? 100. percent And um, people will get excited. Absolutely, because there were uh, there were two fan games being made 
Um, there was one. It was a complete remaster of Mortal I've Kombat One. Watched videos and it's fucking cool as shit. It, it is. It got now basically Warner Brothers put the kibosh on that. Um, same way with Capcom put the kibosh on like the fan made Resident Evil projects because yeah. they're going to do it themselves. Um, there was a lot of questioning because uh, at one point I don't know if it was on like a data leak. Or, or something like that. But at one point there was something on the nether realm docket that was supposed to be a classic mortal Kombat release. And people were estimating that it was because they had just put the kibosh on the fan made one that they were going to do kind of a new arcade game the way they did with uh, PlayStation two, where they released the disc that had mortal Kombat one, two and three, and it was just the the actual arcade ROMs that they ported over to PlayStation 2. People were thinking it's going to be the reskins that everyone wanted for Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. So like an updated version, but still the same gameplay mechanics. Okay. Um, that's what a lot of people were estimating was going to happen. And then, of course, NetherRealm and Warner Brothers were like, no, 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 that's not happening. That's not happening. But yet they stopped fans from doing it. So usually well, when that happens, yeah. what's that? If they get it wrong, I'm going to fuck them in the ear. Right. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them in the neck. You know what they're going to do, Mike, is they're going to release a game with four characters and they make you buy each character individually. Honestly, I'm surprised they haven't done that already uh, because Warner Brothers is so notorious for the microtransactions. Like, I mean, I know everybody fucking hit the roof when MK1 was like, hey, here's a fatality you can buy for $12. Um, and rightfully so. Like, I mean... People were pissed because that's a lot of fucking money for an animation. You know, it's like I get it for a character, but the characters are like seven bucks and they have a shitload of fatalities and brutalities and movesets and you can play as them. It's not just, hey, here's a holiday themed fatality. And while very, very cool, don't get me wrong, the Halloween fatality was fucking rad and it was a callback to Halloween three, which, you know. I got excited about. Yeah, I watched um, it. It's sweet. <laughs> it's it's fucking rad. But that initial price tag, the sticker shock was too much for most fans. And a lot of people, myself included, were like, fuck you. And then NetherRealm was like, you know, they kind of released. They were like, look, you know, this this is the business model we have to adhere to. Like, they, they worded it in a way where they're kind of like, dude, we get it, guys. But, uh, you know, our corporate overlords are telling us what we have to do. Um, so what they ended up doing was doing two other fatalities in that fatality uh, price tag. So like if you paid the 12 bucks, you're not only going to get the October fatality, but then you got a um, Thanksgiving fatality and a Christmas fatality that were just released to you later on down the line. And then if you didn't buy them, you could buy them individually for cheaper prices if you wanted to. Just so wait for the sale. I just, I grabbed it. You know, when when I found out all three were going to be included, I'm like, all right, you know what? Twelve bucks for three of them. I'm cool, with, especially because it's so much extra animation. Like each of those fatalities are so much more involved than the the ones in the main the base game. Um, and they're funny as hell. Like the, the yeah. Thanksgiving one is disgusting, like truly fucking vile, but it's funny. Uh, one last Mortal Kombat thing before we move on to Masters of the Universe Revolution. Uh, any new announced character leaks that are like not Mortal Kombat characters? No, they they did say in the uh, what was it twenty plus DLC characters that are planned. Um, they did say that there's going to be four. I believe it was. I could be wrong. I think it's four total 
guest characters that are still coming. Um, not counting Homelander, and at the time of this this info, Peacemaker wasn't out yet. So not counting those, it was four additional unannounced uh, guest characters. And Conan has been heavily rumored. There's been a lot of Conan hints, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm still bummed that we never got Ash in MK11. Uh, he was absolutely supposed to be in there, and it's it's all but been confirmed now by Ed Boon. Um, and I guarantee you the reason it got pulled was because the Evil Dead video game, because that was, you know, when MK1 or MK11 was being worked on, it was before Evil Dead was announced. And then Evil Dead, you know, arena game came out and suddenly Bruce Campbell couldn't voice the character for MK. And he even said something about it, like that he'll voice Ash, but apparently he's only allowed to do it for certain projects. So it's like, ah, okay. The, yeah, so someone yeah. somewhere was like, no, 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 you, you, you can't compete with yourself. So no, you're not allowed to do that. Um, which is why we got the Joker in MK11, which, eh, okay. He wasn't a bad character, but he wasn't great. Um, the, honestly, I would love to see more horror characters, but I think we've moved beyond that. I think we're, we're strictly in, you know, action territory with MK1. So it's like, all right, we got, we got Van Damme as Johnny Cage. It makes sense if we had Schwarzenegger as Conan, you know, give me another Stallone character. Fuck, put, you know, put, put Rocky in there. <laughs> well, it seems or like the Cobra. Oh, I would love Cobra in there. Oh, yeah. Um, give me fucking it seems Cobra. Like they're, they're going with a comic book theme. Yeah. How about um, Paulie's robot? How about Jack? Oh, you keep cutting off, Josh. What was that? How about Jack Burton? Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. And, you know, it's funny because I want to say there was a tweet from Ed Boone at some point actually talking about um, how much he loves Kurt Russell. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got one of Kurt Russell's action characters. I mean, Jack Burton, I think, would be the absolute best uh, best uh, and fit think for MK. How, yeah, exactly. It would fit perfectly. Especially because look at the origins of MK. I yeah. mean, it's very clear that David Lopan was the inspiration for Shang Tsung <laughs> and that, uh, you know, the, what was that? Thunder was the inspiration for Raiden. Um, but I, I would love that. Oh my God, I would love that. Just his one-liners would be fantastic. Take my money. Yep. Uh, okay, guys, let's pivot. Masters Universe Revolution, roughly a new movie, animated movie, broken up into five parts. On Netflix, what did you guys think? I loved it. I fucking loved it. I thought it was a little better than Revelation. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, the changes they made were the changes that I wanted. Uh, but it's still not as pleasing to me as the uh, Netflix animated series that they did. Oh, just personal preference. Yeah. yeah. Um, the things that bug me weren't story-wise. It was just like sound production and stuff. Like big epic battles. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a lot of like explosions and whooshes. And it's just that kind of shit that I noticed. But like I loved Skeletor and Hordak beating the fuck out of each other. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet. But I think the window is passed. Um, yeah. I thought the cameos of... Uh, Masters Universe characters were better this time around mm. and not so like heavy handed. They didn't feel forced. They felt better like the Zodak scene. Uh, they squeezed in a new character, Mendor. 
yeah. which I, I thought was cool. Um, we get more of a character arc for Evil Lynn. It was just a really cool show. Uh, this whole time, I thought He Man was gay. I'm He's not. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, thought, he, but, but I have to be the one to point out that we've been over this. We went know, over this when Revelation came out that, like, the entire the entire thing through Revelation is that he's implied to like want Tila and Tila wants Adam. Well, we like, had the whole episode of him coming out to his Revolution. parents, and I was like, "Is this like a, is he gay?" It, he, but it really wasn't a coming out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, now to be fair, Mike, you're you're thinking of old school He Man, and He Man was never gay. Now Prince Adam, on the other hand, was. Yes. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I I don't know. I gotta I gotta disagree with a, with a lot of that. Um, I really liked this. I thought that, like every like I I really liked Revelations. Um, you know, I know we we disagreed last time around. Uh, I I I mean, Revelations brought me to tears at two points. I I truly loved that cartoon. Um, and this was the follow-up I was hoping for. It hit all the beats that I wanted it to. I loved the way they wrapped up the story with Evil Lynn. Like I oh, Chef's Kiss. I'm I want more of that. Yep. Um I really wanted to see more with Hordak, and I'm I'm hoping that we get another season because the the the, the remnants that they left, just the, the few story elements they left at the end, like if we do more, here's what we could play with. I'm in. I'm I'm so fucking in. Um, the gray skull that we saw. That. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. What was that? I can't believe they went that direction with the ending of it. I know, right? Like, yeah. oh, it was so good. And I know you and I have talked extensively about play sets, and and I have always been on the the staunch side of I don't have any room. There's very few play sets that I would I would actually add to my collection at this point because it's room is limited but if we got that weird techno gray skull uh, i might have to buy it yeah (laughs) it was fucking badass i definitely want a uh a uh, like an eternian sorceress tila yes it was so good and all this the whole fucking green goddess stuff like yeah so good it was so good. Like, I just, I love the way they took elements of the classic masters that we all knew and loved, you know, like from the comics, like the mini comics from the old show, you know, and just kind of peppered it. And even now in, from the 2000X stuff, they just peppered it throughout this and kind of, it reminded and me it very much of the, made the uh, movie canon. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like even the movie stuff, it reminded me very much of the 2012 Ninja Turtles where they're like, all right. We're retelling you the Ninja Turtles. This is clearly aimed at fans of the old Ninja Turtles, but we're going to make this for anyone to be able to watch. Uh, But we're going to pepper throughout the entire storyline all this stuff from other versions that you know and love. And I feel like uh, both Revelation and Revolution did that, where it's they took elements from all the previous Motu stuff, and we're just peppering it throughout while telling a brand new story. And I, I fucking loved it. Like, I, legit, I have no complaints about either of them. Other than with the with Revelation, I wish they had released the whole thing at once because where they cut it off 
uh, and then you know we had to wait for the the, <laughs> the conclusion. I feel like that did them more harm than good, and and a lot of fans were disillusioned because they didn't get a complete story. Um, so I I personally love both. Do you think they now, could have been think- a little more creative with the techno versions of the classic uh, Skeletor's evil guys? Like, too bad just got silver paint on him. You know what I mean? I like, mean, do you think they could have given him claws or a machine gun arm? It's oh, fine. They, they absolutely could have, but they were just background characters in this. Like, if they actually had more prominent screen time, I imagine they would have had stuff like, oh, look, his arm transformed into a weird swinging axe or something. I, I was thinking more of, like, we got to sell toys. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, if they were if they were going to do toys of all of them, I imagine that they would up the ante like maybe the the too bad would come with like a robot arm or something in the in the toy version did you guys like keldor i loved it i loved keldor loved he it. was the best part of this season uh jesus christ william shatner for his age is an amazing voice actor i can't i can't believe they went the route of getting captain kirk to voice luke skywalker with skin <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to describe it. That's what happened. But uh, you know, here's here's an interesting side note that I don't know if you guys know. One of the uh, one of the show's executive producers, Ted Biaselli, okay, who is also just a huge Motu nerd, uh, is also the voice of Gwildor. Oh, apparently, nice. Apparently, at some point that. At, when they were casting it, someone in production was like, have you ever heard Ted do his Gwildor impression? And they brought him in, and they were just like, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> but uh, the the other interesting thing is, uh, I listened to one of the interviews with, uh, it was an interview with Griffin Newman and Ted Biaselli. Um, mm. And during the interview, the the person interviewing had mentioned that how they absolutely loved Motherboard and thought it was a little surprising that she was killed off. Uh, And Ted point blank was like, well, I will tell you this because this should be known regardless of whether or not we get another season. That was not Motherboard's first body and it will not be her last. Nice. So I, I really, I really enjoyed that little tidbit. She's uh Apparently, like, the way he described it was, at some point in Eternian history, when they started using technology, at some point there was that early spark of AI that formed within the technology that eventually became Motherboard. Mm -hmm. So Motherboard is formed of Eternian technology and has gained sentience and can basically create herself new bodies. She's she's mother mold. That man. When Skeletor decapitates her, though, that chef oh, gets. It was, it was such a perfect fucking. What's in the box? What's in the goddamn box? <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm very happy that he didn't have to take a backseat to Hordak. Um, and their hatred of each other uh, is just perfect for. Yeah. You know the show, which uh, I hope they make more. I really do. I, I just don't know what's going on. 
there 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 is one moment that like made me laugh quite literally out loud and it was when uh and i'm positive it was keith david's choice to do this but it was when he responded to uh skeletor with instead of laughing he straight up snorted yeah that was really cool yeah that was totally a moment of like yeah yeah <laughs> of course of course keith david chose to snort <laughs> also that's a that's a hordak thing mm-hmm but but like you, you can I'm willing to bet Keith David chose the points to put the snorts in. I hope so. Um, I love the weird like uh, split personality of Keldor and uh, Skeletor too. Yeah. As that progressed in the show was really cool. Did you guys like uh, Granamir? Yeah. Yes. No, I was I was super excited when and. When they, they first went into Granamir's lair, I was like, wait, 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 are they going to where I think they're going? And then when he popped up out of the, the little, like, dungeon hole thing, I was like, ah, it's Granamir, it's awesome. Uh, I like the first episode, too, of them getting the souls of Clamp Champ and Fisto. I thought for a second they were just going to bring it back from the dead. Yeah. And pull, like, a Dragon Ball, but it's still cool. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like that they kind so of, re- well, I'm sorry, I, I keep cutting you off, Josh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I was just saying, and John Delancey was so fucking good as Granamir. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I like that they kind of, like, restored the afterlife for the heroes. I thought that was cool. It's a nice plot point. Um, I thought it was kind of weird that uh, new Man-at-Arms took a backseat to old Man-at-Arms. Like, they gave up on the idea. Because um, I liked her as a character. Like, she was there, but... See, I don't. I didn't. I didn't feel that she took a back seat. I kind of just felt like, okay, she's doing her thing, he's doing his thing, but neither one were a a main player this time around. No. Whereas, like in the first one, you know, um, was it? Oh God, what was her name? And- Andra. Andra. I couldn't. I, I kept wanting to say Adora, and I'm like, no, that's Shira. Um. That's the yeah. Next, next season, yeah. if they get to it. Oh God, I hope so. Um. But uh. But yeah, like I mean, in the, in the first series, it made sense because she was kind of on the the mission with Tila. Um, but this one, this part of the story was less about, you know, the other ancillary characters in the story. It was more about like Tila and He-Man and, and what they were doing, you know, to fight against what Skeletor was doing with, with Hordak and all that. So we were focused more on the main characters that everyone knows this time around versus last time where it was kind of the main characters were in the background while we were revealing things about, you know, about them, um, which I thought was really cool. Did you like Man of War? Yeah, no, I thought that was cool. I thought that was a fun fake out because leading into it, the uh, the few teases that they showed of him, I really thought it was going to be uh, Extendar. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I yeah, <laughs> I could see that. I thought it was going to be Randor, like he's not dead. Um coming back but then again i really shouldn't expect that with a show that you know kills off fan favorites like fisto and clamp champ so uh randor isn't needed for the story in my opinion but let, let's be honest here i know those are fan favorites but but fan favorites is toys what what media was fisto and clamp champ really fan well favorites? the 2000x cartoon fisto was a big player um, okay 2000 but but 2000x is also a completely different animal yeah like, and we're, we're, clamp champ never yeah, as I say, the, the comic books and the the original show and all that, like they were always background guys, you know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't, 
I didn't think a lot. I, I never think of the toy favorite characters as being fan favorites in the show. It's kind of like with Ninja Turtles. Like, you know, everybody fucking loved Muckman. Like, Muckman's one of the best toys, fan favorite toy through and through and through. You know, it wasn't until the 2012 Ninja Turtles that he got, like, a cool episode. Every other time we've had Muckman, like, in the original series and in the comic books and stuff like that, he was just kind of there. Like, he wasn't really... He didn't do anything interesting. Yeah, and he's basically in the 2012 cartoon because they couldn't get the rights to Toxic Crusaders. Yeah. Um, they could say Tromaville. I don't think anybody noticed, but um, I'm still mad about that. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's cool. I think five episodes is a good chunk. If they keep mm. doing it, like in these, just like we're going to break a movie up, essentially, into four or five parts i'm totally fine with that if they keep doing that mm -hmm. uh you can watch it one day it's not overwhelming you know what i mean you don't have to like take the week off and there's enough content crammed in there to keep it going for two years of merchandising if mattel can figure out where to sell them mm -hmm. um which i think they've got bigger problems at retail that have nothing to do uh with the cartoon unfortunately I personally, I, I'm I'm all in with whatever they want to do next, and I'll yeah. just go go uh, you know continue this story, go over to Shira, you know, <laughs> give give us all new He-Man. Like I'm in. Just uh, get us that movie because Barbie was so fucking successful. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, He-Man is it's happening. Uh, oh yeah, least, or people think it's like a license to print money. Um, I don't think just there's give me fucking Modulock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know, there's the pictures that came out of what the horde was going to look like in the fourth season of the Netflix animated series, and god damn it, we that were robbed. They look so cool. <laughs> it's a shame. With each that, that member of the horde representing, angry. yeah, like they each represented a fear. They put uh, rap trap in there, Fero or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. It's a shame. Do you guys want to jump in to the Hall of Fame? Sure. Does well, everybody have a pick? I believe we have one last Kids Bop commercial. Oh, please. That's right, we do. Let us hear it. Hey, kids! Are you ready for more Kids Bop? Come on! Tune right in for Kids Bop number 99, where... We just don't care anymore. Come listen to songs by popular artists with our, our guest singer, Randy Newman. Why not? Yeah, he's, we're going to have him sing songs like Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again. Oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. But I did it then, I did it again. Oops, I did it. I did it again. Yes, I did it. Then I did it to a friend. Cause oops, I did it again. Also, my name is by Eminem. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. I'm not gonna sing the Eminem song cause I'm famous for a friend like me. What the fuck? Are we supposed to sing? 
he's also singing WAP by Cardi B. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. That's right, Kids Pop 99. We give up. <laughs> oh god fucking randy newman uh, i don't know why but i think the idea of like randy newman coming in and just taking over a kid's pop with his own music <laughs> is fucking hilarious because it is fucking hilarious i i also anytime i think of randy newman i think of that uh conversation that we had while toy hunting how <laughs> He stops saying actual words and just starts making guttural noises in place of words. He's <laughs> like, when he says like round here, he's like, and it's like, that, that wasn't a word. You just kind of swallowed words. Fucking Randy. Oh, Randy. Have you ever watched any of his music videos? They're not even music videos. Just like we recorded him singing. Yep. <laughs> and he rocks back and forth. It's so fucking weird. And he, like, takes himself super seriously for this garbage fucking music. Uh, I also like, still love the Mad TV Star Wars Randy Newman bit. Yes. <laughs> With Rob Zombie. Uh, and the guy who impersonates him now where he gets, like, the Coke bottle glasses and as he transforms into Randy Newman is fucking hilarious. Oh, that guy. I follow. Yeah, I follow him on TikTok. He's fucking great. He always just, like, looks off at something. <laughs> yeah. Big Coke bottle eyes. And it's just like, what, what is it? It's like Randy Newman's force ghost. <laughs> like, woo. Uh, yeah, Randy. Complete, complete side up. note before we get to uh, the Hall of Fame. Um, so while we were recording, I texted Strasburg because I needed to know what the fuck that image comic was that I was thinking about. And the weird Blade Runner cyborg sex bot chick was called Cybernary. For anyone that is wondering. Cybernary. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> I knew he would know. I'm like, I, I, I basically told him I was like, weird sex bot cyborg comic from Image, and he threw something else at me. I was like, no, 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 from the early '90s. He was like, oh, cybernary. <laughs> you know, I, you guys have such a love for it, but um, I'm in my like yearly reading comic books phase, and it's just '90s comics aren't really on my radar yet. I, I don't know. Oh, dude, they're yeah. awful. They're, they're, it's just, I'm not the, in the mood. <laughs> the only, only 90s comic, like superhero comic that I can read, know it's cheesy, but still love the story and like genuinely love the story is Spawn. Um, because I had such a, like such a love of it when it first came out that going back and rereading it now, it's like, yeah, I recognize the story has its problems. I recognize it's not the best written story. But it's still really fun. And there's some stuff that McFarlane did early on where he was throwing some shade at the big two. Um, and it was it was pretty well done, like the way he he did it in the in the story. Um, but yeah, like Wildcats, Youngblood, Brigade, you know, Wetwork, Cyberforce, all that. I like them, but I don't have that same nostalgic love that I have for Spawn where it kind of just blinds me to how bad it is. Uh, those I, I fully see how bad they are. I still love them for nostalgic reasons, but not on the same level. Yeah. 
Uh, I'd like to see how Savage Dragon holds up. Is that Savage, still ongoing? I think so. And and I got to say, like, I have not recent recent, but in the last few years, I've read the reread the original four issue miniseries. And it, that's still fun. That is still really fun. But I will say the first issue that came out after the miniseries is much better, in my opinion, than the miniseries. Um, and I wish that I had it kept up with the Savage Dragon because some of the shit that I've I've read about it. It seems like just such a wacky fucking comic. Yeah, I'll stick with the Vertigo stuff in the 90s. That'll that'll stay my jam. Um, yeah, 90s Vertigo is solid. I don't want to get down a, a comic book rabbit hole. Sorry, Strasburg. Uh, <laughs> are you guys ready for the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes. So Faker won, but uh, Repugnus came in very close. Let me see I'm if the numbers Repugnus. have changed. Not Repugnus, uh, fucking Praying Mantis Monster. Yeah, Repugnus. Repugnus. Uh, let me see here. I was not prepared because I am a butthole. Nope, sorry. Faker has 51%. Repugnus has 43 and Lord Dread has 6%. Uh, <laughs> vote for Lord Dread. <laughs> uh, I voted for Repugnus because I think he's coolest. I voted for Kodos. Uh, so for the rules, I will go first and you guys can try to beat me. All right. I am renominating my very first pick, the muscle Kaniku man claw. Great figure. Um, nobody loves it, but it, it like how Josh got the spider head. If I ever got a, a toy tattoo, I would get the claw. My favorite yeah. Kaniku man character. Uh, Josh, how about you? Um, I, I see your claw and raise you one Battlestar Galactica Lucifer figure. Ooh. ooh. Oh, wait, I got to look this up. He's a lipstick guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about this guy. Oh, uh, yeah. With that weird little cyborg cone head. Yes. The aliens in the 70s Battlestar Galactica were fucking crazy. I have the purple broccoli guy. He looks like meat from yes. um, <laughs> yes. from Meatballs 2. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about it. Oh, my God, Meatballs 2. Jesus, that's an old one. Yeah, those oh, are... Oh, man, that's such a... Yeah, I, had, I had that locked and loaded. It was a moment of like, man, that was such a good fucking toy. I never well, Mike, owned that. I never owned that figure. It always popped up like I'd buy a box of Star Wars guys at a garage sale when I was a kid. There'd always be a random Battlestar Galactica guy thrown in there. Yeah. Always. Uh, I don't I don't know that I can I can beat either of those, um, but I'm I'm going to try. I'm I'm going to try. I'm going to go now. I can't remember. We, we don't have a thing against vehicles, right? Oh. Like we, we can do vehicles. There's no rules, man. So I'm going to go you want to just vote for Vincent Price's ghost. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually going to go, go ahead and nominate the Cobra Hiss 2 with Track Viper. That was one of my all time oh. favorite gi joe toys and uh because i love troop transport vehicles and the hiss tank is awesome so the hiss 2 just up the ante i like the hiss 3 the toxo hiss yeah no i mean the, the toxo hiss is great don't get me wrong but uh you know something about the fact that like the cockpit on the hiss 2 like opened like a mouth and then the you had the troop transport thing that, that shot out the back with like the six seats in it and then you yeah. had the giant cannon 
And then plus Track Viper was just one of those awesome pilot figures that ended up becoming one of my favorite uh, G.I. Joes for the longest time. I like Cobra Commander's personal hiss, which is, uh, you know, what he calls his penis. (laughs) I thought you were going to say what he calls Baroness. Hilariously. It's my personal hiss. (laughs) Now suck it. (laughs) Oh, lordy. Strasburg just sent me a text message. It's, hey, this toy thing I just heard about, and we are literally <laughs> talking about it as he speaks. What's that? The the Rob Ledfield figures. Oh, that's. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's funny. Um, they should all come with removable feet. Just saying. I I'm still mad the Blood Wolf doesn't have a rideable <laughs> rocket gun motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's it for this this week's episode. I think our next episode, if we don't take a break, we might, we might not, uh, is going to be one of our classic battle episodes where Mike suggested we do nothing but villains. Yes, villains Skeletor, across all pop culture. Skeletor, Megatron, Gargamel. Uh, yeah. But you but I it. mean, you you could pull literally any villain you want. So, you know, you could have... Like, uh, what was the, the, with the blue meanies from the yellow submarine? Was that what they were called? Yeah. You can have like, <laughs> that, that's a fun pick. The, the blue meanies versus like, you know, Bubba from Texas Chainsaw, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> like there's so many possibilities. Dr. Doom uh, versus the frog ghoulie. I mean, I do already have <laughs> the, <laughs> no, that's the rat ghoulie. Um, I uh, do. Mason Verger versus the purple pie man. Yes. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I do have the uh, who would be the final boss, but I'll save it um, because I'm sure as soon as I say it, you guys are going to lose your shit. So I'm going to hold on to that one. Just a little sneak preview. And you got to let Josh get crazy and overcreative because he's oh, going to yeah. change all your plans. You know, he's going to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but I guarantee you, like once I mention the final boss, you guys are gonna be like, yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's that's the villain of villains. That works. OK. Deal. <laughs> I mean, in my mind, it's Skeletor, but. We'll see. Oh, I, I, I got you. I'll see your Skeletor and one up you. Uh, that'll be our next episode. Ron so, Jeremy. It's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Damn it. How did you know? <laughs> no, it's, it's the hedgehog. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Stuff, things, blah, blah, blah. Stuff and things, things and stuff. This is stuff your Mike. Things and stuff. <laughs> This is Mike saying, wash my back. <laughs> this is Mike saying, don't wash his back. This is Mike saying, back my wash. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back uh, before you know it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. bye.
www.countcreepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.